Gents, I just want to pause the episode for a moment to let you know about the Strong Men of Value Academy. You will have heard me refer to it a number of times and I want to bring more attention to it. So this isn't just a program. It's a life-changing environment and community of men who are focused on personal and professional growth. We're looking at areas of relationships, wealth, and health, things to help you thrive and maximize your life. Imagine having bi-monthly one-on-one coaching sessions with myself, weekly group coaching calls, and an incredible brotherhood of high achievers by your side. Now we're diving into resilience, leadership, and holistic growth to not just succeed in your career, but to thrive in your health and your relationships. Your journey to greatness, it starts here. So join the movement and you can apply for the Strong Men of Value Academy. You can head to themanthatcanproject.com to find out more. Welcome back to the Man That Can Project podcast. On this episode, we have Etienne Uri joining me to discuss how to avoid or and or deal with conflict. I've got a ton of uh, responses from the post that I put out on my Instagram story. So there's some cool perspectives with how you guys deal with it. But we'll also share with how myself and Etienne have dealt with it and overcome it and how we also view our clients uh, dealing with it from time to time in different stages in their life. So there's going to be a lot of nuggets in this podcast. So get your pen and notepad out. And also if you get any golden takeaways, please be sure to share them on socials and tag us. Keep in mind, if you keep in mind, keep in mind, if you have any uh, personal goals for next year and you feel like the Man That Can Foundation workshop is for you, make sure you head over to www.themanthatcanproject.com forward slash workshops and check out the foundations program. We've got three of those running next year. The first one is on the 15th and 16th of February. We are over 70% full, so we'd love to have you there. Or you can just slide into my dance. But for now, we'll let you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Man That Can Project podcast. We've got Etienne again. Hi. He's the star of the show. And uh, I'm really excited for what we're going to discuss today. We're talking about how to deal with conflict or avoid conflict. It's going to be awesome. And what I'm really also excited about is how Etienne's going to articulate it. Obviously, English is your second language, but you're sure. very, very good. So it'll be interesting uh, to understand your way of thinking and how you... Perceive it? Yeah, how you perceive it. And then obviously you'll probably do the same for me as I speak. Yep. Oka, Aussie. Yep. For those who know what I mean. So let's go straight to it. Like how do you deal with conflict? Or how do you... I know we, we spoke about this yesterday when we are going to do this for the first time. And when I said how do you deal with conflict, your first response was I try to avoid conflict. Yeah. And I thought it was a way of dealing with conflict. Like to... Um, Take a step back first and just um, try to understand why the, compl- the conflict uh, appears. And sometimes you understand that the conflict appears just because inside you're not um, uh, balanced. Yeah. So... Would you say balanced, like happy or fulfilled? Or how, how would you describe balanced? Like, you... Yeah, so if I give you an example, if you wake up uh, in the morning uh, feeling that it's going to be the best day of your life, you will have 
uh, it would be way uh, easier for you to uh, to get to understand uh, the, what, what what are the feelings are uh, what are the differences between you and someone else. Yeah, and um, so if you think that way and say that the emotions that come in a conflict. Um, it's your responsibility, like you can change them. Yeah. And if you change them, the conflict can stop or the conflict can not appear. So it would be a way of uh, avoiding, but at the same time dealing with, because you, like, conflict is, can be everywhere. Yeah, oh, it's just a difference <laughs> in opinion. Do you, do you feel, or no, we spoke about it yesterday as well, a difference is in vision or belief systems or values, right? Like, everyone's trying to when there, there is conflict, it's because we don't agree with what someone else is doing, right? And we can either do it in a, a proactive way or a reactive way. And generally, reactive causes in arguments or some intense kind of conflicts as opposed to being proactive about it is more going from the line of seeking to understand. Like, if I were to have a conflict with you, I'd probably assume I'm going to be proactive about it and I want to understand where you're coming from so that I can see the way you view And why is that? Because it does avoid conflict. Right, like if if why I you, why would you do it with me, as opposed to anyone else? Or I would I would try to do it with everyone. Yeah. So the reason why is because I'm not always like I know I don't know everything, mm-hmm. and you might have the answers to something or a different way of viewing things or something that could better improve it. Because I'm 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 more focused on progress, as opposed to going, I'm right, you're wrong. How yep. I do it and how I've always done it's the right way. Because how I've done it to a point and whatever the conflict may be about may have served me to that point, but you might be the next level of helping me be more efficient with it or uh, taking it to that next level. So why would I try and push my shit on it? The only time I would, I wouldn't even try to do it, I would just go, Etienne, all right, tell me why you, you feel this way. Because I'm either going to solidify my belief that I am or, or can... my way is correct yep. and you're probably going to want to listen to me because you felt like you've been able to articulate yourself or mm-hmm. explain it and or because I do then get to hear the way, your way of thinking, it may trigger something in me to go, I've never thought of it like that. That is a different way of thinking. So I, I view that as very progressive and proactive as opposed to me just trying to get you to see things my way. So basically the only thing you understood is that uh, we have different uh, vision, representation of the world. Yep. And, um, and it may seem sometimes that it's um, um, not the same at all. Mm. But at the end, we can find a, a common, common, yeah, common ground. Common ground. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because if, if, if we're always going to yeah go back to that, why you, why do you see that? What are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to achieve? It's like well, we're both trying to achieve the same fucking outcome. Yeah. You just see a different way of doing it, and I see a different way of doing it. Let's see if we can, because you know, if you get two minds working together, or if you get <clears throat> rather than you walking away going fuck, look, he's a dick. Like, I don't want to work with him. I don't even want to have a conversation with him again. How is that going to best serve the, both, the thing that we both see as the end goal? And myself, what, what is the emotion after that? Yeah, angry, man. <laughs> angry. Pissed off. Mm. So it, it doesn't serve. But a, a lot of people... And I think it's instilled... Well, what are your thoughts on this? Do you feel we're brought up to be re- reactive? Like, when we, we see conflict, we take everything personally. Like, if you were to have a dig at me in the way I do things... I would then go straight into a defense mode where I'm like, nah, nah, it's like fight or flight. Yep. Right? Um, I was about to talk about this. So um, if we say that 
um, a conflict is more than a disagreement. Mm -hmm. What happens inside is um, you enhance stress levels. Yeah. So the the best way of um, dealing with conflict is managing that stress. Yeah. Trying to find a way to calm down and go to that um, better state of mind, which enables you to um, to understand, comprehend, and see what the other one uh, sees. Yeah. His vision, his way of uh, of uh, seeing things. See the world, or, yeah. <clears throat> So, what was the question again? Is it, is it fight or flight? Like, is it just when we go, do you feel that we're, well, we are, no, I'm not even going to ask that question, but it's like, we do, our default response is fight or flight. When we get, we, we get challenged. Because it's stress. Yeah. Stress is that, that way. Like, yeah. if you, if you uh, cross the road and there is a car, you have two solutions. Uh, or you freeze. Yeah. <laughs> get hit by a car. Or you, or you run, run away. Yeah. So, it's a little bit the same with the conflict or you avoid it and yeah. run away. So how, how would you suggest then, now that we know that, right? Like mm -hmm. people who are listening, you now know that. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you, how do you then go from knowing to then implementing? Because I know I've known this for a while, but there's still times where I get really fucking triggered and I'm like, ah, it's game on here. I'm going to town. And like, how, how do you, what are the preventative things that you put in place to sort of try and stay on top of the emotion and be proactive instead of reactive in that, in that situation where the stress boils up because we all live a, we all live a really stressful lifestyle now like there's more stress today than probably ever before and it's different we stress. It. yeah yep. we, we go to work looking to make ourselves busy and stressed rather than just going fuck so that, that was a really long question you get a... I know man, I know, man. <laughs> so it was it was about how 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 do you, how do you, how do you, what measures or what do you put in place to make sure that you don't default to the fight or flight uh, reactive responses? Who's the concern for? Like, is it for myself or is it for us? Is that's the one of the um, uh, theories that the psychology um, research uh, has shown that there is two ways of. Um, well, fill us in for both. Hey, educate me on both. So I, I I was reading that this morning, um, Blake Blake and Wooten, yeah, two uh, researchers on dual concern model. So there is two way of um, of um, uh, going through uh, conflict. Yeah, if there is a concern for oneself, mm -hmm. of or if the concern is for others. So every time you go into conflict, you're saying, oh, all right. So, uh, so would an example be, for example, if I feel like I could be in a situation where I could be hurt, that would mm -hmm. make me kind of stressed and probably fight or flight, as opposed to me seeing you in a situation where you could be hurt and I'm viewing it. Would that is that what you mean? Um, not the concern of the the, the outcome of yeah. the situation um, of the conflict. Situation. Yeah. So they say it's a I'll I'll put the graph uh, in the comments or yeah, in yeah. the description under it, but. There is forcing, which is totally uh, concerned for oneself. You yeah. force it. There is avoiding, mm. which is totally totally uh, concerned for oneself too. Yeah. Only concerned by me. Compromising, then you have both of them, oneself and others. Gotcha. I'm going to go a little bit your way, but you got to go my way too. Yeah. Um, integrating, that that's the best. Yeah. You take both of them. To the high level. So it's a win-win. Yes, a win-win. Yeah, yeah. And then there is a accommodate, 
accommodating. Mm -hmm. I I give you full uh, range of my yeah. yeah. We're gonna do what you say, but that sacrifices your belief system. Right? True. So the best thing is uh, um, integrating, finding your best solutions, taking minds too, mm. and try to try and create something else. Yeah. So evolving and innovating. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's so. So this is cool, and we'll, we'll branch out there. So I think this is really interesting, especially on social media. Right. We all have a voice now to be able to whether it's a podcast like this or it's a video or it's a a Facebook post like we have the ability to sh express what we believe to hundreds thousands millions of people right yep. we never used to have that ability it was just in our local environment what that then opens us up to is exactly this right conflict with a lot of people because people might read what I write and get triggered by it or interpret it in a way that it wasn't meant mm -hmm. so then it then leads to them to go right well I'm going to react to this I'm not going to integrate and share, try and understand where Lockie's coming from or and get him to understand where I'm coming from I'm just fucking going at it right and so what that what I've, I feel it's doing there's a lot of brilliant people out there like with incredible minds and they see that happening and they aren't confident or strong enough in themselves to go I'm not going to voice my opinions because I don't want to deal with that conflict so instead of um, getting to a point where we can create a world where there's literally there's probably seven year olds who are smarter than we are yeah, and you, but they might have the comp. They don't want to put themselves out there to be ridiculed by everyone and voicing their opinions, so they're not doing it. So we never get to learn from those people about how they view the world and what they should see as progressive. Mm -hmm. So, and I know it's never going to happen, but wouldn't it be interesting? Never said never. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> but wouldn't it be awesome if we got everyone to a point or a level of awareness where they thought about integrating their opinion and understanding whatever it is that they don't quite get just yet. Yep. Because I, I, I always, when I read people's posts and if I disagree with them, the first thing I always still try to do is understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Because obviously people have their beliefs for whatever reason from the experiences they've had in their life or whatever. And I'm always intrigued to be proven wrong or to solidify my own belief in self or whatever. Because you're curious. Yeah. Curiosity um, uh, um, helps you with you're not going to go into a, a conflict if you're really curious about the way the person is feeling or the way the person is viewing things. Yeah. How, how could you, if you're curious, you're just asking questions and, and trying to see more and more um, empathy, a little yeah. bit empathy, even if I don't really like this word because used and overused. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if you're curious, it's fine. You, like, you will never go into a conflict. So would you say then people who are constantly in conflict, how, like, what would their view of the world be in your opinion as a psychologist? When they're always in conflict? Yeah, for the sake of Yeah, you know how there's constantly people who are just always dealing with shit. They're like, how do you attract that much into your life? Like, what, what do you, where do you feel that comes from? There is a tendency. Yeah. Like, you, uh, when, you, when you grow, yeah. when you become an adult, you trying to find a way to interact with people. Getting into a conflict is getting really emotional, uh, emotionally linked with the other one mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. So uh, if you like, it's gonna be an, an example for sure. It's not true, but if um, if I want to go into contact with you deeply emotionally, yeah, I can go. I want to be your best friend. Yeah, yeah. This is a really hard relationship to create. Yeah. It takes time. Um, how do you say? Um, 
Okay, I don't trust you. Yeah. All that stuff. How can I go into an emotional um, relationship with you otherwise? Conflict. Yeah. Easy. I can make you feel stuff, even if I'm 10,000 kilometers away from you, mm. just by saying, you got a fat ass. You, you stupid. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> All right. What you say is not true. Yeah. There is this. And uh, on, on the internet, it's so simple to do that. Yeah. And you won't read something that everybody says. So uh, those guys who say like harsh stuff. Yeah. Really disgusting and just... The trolls. Uh, those guys just want to be seen yeah. somehow. It makes them feel significant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it also... I feel when I... I used to be in conflict just from aggression and I didn't like being challenged. Yep. And that, I feel like looking back, that came from my own insecurities. Because I, I, in my head, I was already like, I'm fucking a piece of shit, I'm not worthy. And then people were challenging me when I would speak up. So then I was like, I'm just, for one, not going to speak up. But if you challenge me again, I'm going to punch your teeth out. Like, that's one thing I knew I could beat, not everyone, but like, I'd back myself. But in terms of being able to express myself, and I still remember when I just moved back from France, I was at, at a pub where I met Amy. And, uh, One, a guy goes, oh, can, uh, he was asking me about um, some experience or his, his, his question was like, why do you think that? And I was like, oh, it's just fucked. Like, that was my response. That was the level of how I could articulate things. And he goes, mate, are you going to give me anything more than just swearing about everything? And I was just like, <laughs> I got really angry because I was like, how dare you challenge me on how I say that? But then that sat with me for such a long, even obviously I'm talking about now, it's seven years later. And I'm thinking like that, one thing that he pulled me up on even though it really pissed me off and made me feel uncomfortable I was like now I then started going right away I need to learn how to articulate what I'm feeling in a better way where so at, at back in the, those days I was like I could only respond with things in really blunt non-expressive ways because that's how I'd always done it and that's where I felt safe and comfortable so then when I started getting challenged it was violent but that that one thing was sort of like that slap in the face where I started thinking Maybe I could probably articulate myself a bit better rather than getting all defensive and going, fuck you. And did you really get uh, why you didn't articulate stuff? Yeah, like I just wasn't know? confident in, in, in myself. Like I, I think I had this presupposition of what it meant to be a man, mm -hmm. right? And the, the men that I'd followed in my life were a few of words, mm -hmm. right? So when I, I wanted to express myself, but I hadn't done it, so I was out of practice, so I was worried about saying the wrong things or worried about how I would be perceived if I spoke a certain way, um, which then led me to going, right, well, the, the way that is respected in the men that I know is to go, that's fucked, or that's, you know, you know that's how I built my character and my image. Yeah. So it, it came from what I was surrounded in and what my view of being a man was. Yeah, that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Mm. There's another thing, if we have time. Yeah. Um, well, in, in, in the conflict part, uh, never try to attack the people. No, never attack, for sure. Yeah. But personality-wise, it's never personality. Like, um, uh, on, on the internet, you can see that really often. You're that type of guy. Yeah. And then, that's why I don't like you and stuff. Yeah. Um, always rem remember that... It, it's always uh, a vision and not the person behind it. And there is a bias um, in the psychological studies um, that show you that when there is a behavior made, 
mm -hmm. you have the tendency to say that uh, it's part of the character of the person who is doing the, the behavior. Yeah. But it's not. It cannot be. You're not what you do. That is the main thing. In NLP, you see that. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the presuppositions. Yeah. You're not what you do. So never go in, um, in the conversation with someone telling them about their personality and yeah. how they do and how they behave. And it's always like this. It's never always like this. Complete bullshit. Yeah. Because mm. I, I used to think that I was what I did and I was like, I'm a cheater, I'm a thug. That's... And... I thought the same and way. I still remember... It would have been four years ago now. Someone still wrote a comment on a post that I did or someone shared a post that I did on, on social media and they're like, now nah, Lockie's full of shit. Like, you can't change. I remember reading that and going like, how can we not change? Like, there was probably one point in time when I was a little boy where I had certain beliefs about myself and I used to say certain things about myself and then those beliefs now don't exist because mm. someone bashed them out of me, not physically, but, you know, through, through certain things. I go, well, if I was able to change from that young, ambitious, excited about life and see everything as a possibility four-year-old kid with a bowl cut to then going... Nah, I'm I'm a cheater. I'm a thug. I'm not worthy. Like that's change. So if I can change that way, I can sure as hell change back. What does it tell you about the guy's brain? How does it work? What can you tell the 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 guy who was saying that? Their stuff. Like they're, they're never gonna enable themselves to change because if they don't believe you can change, then you can't. They they can't manage the their brain to. Um see the change in others mm. and it's, it's it's interesting right so if people look at people who change and they go that's now that's bullshit that's fake it's because you're still holding on to the old version of that person you once yeah. knew and you go nah that's that's what I remember them as and it's like yeah. well how about you let go of that fucking belief that that version of them and understand that they've evolved it's like an iPhone like what's on here it's like me saying nah an iPhone 4 can't take selfies of course you can't you didn't have a front cam <laughs> iPhone 11 can right and it's like now you just got to understand that the iPhone's still the same shell but it has a new feature yep. it's like as we go into becoming people where we shift our beliefs and believe that we can achieve stuff we can outgrow that version of ourselves we potentially didn't like then it's like cool we're ready for an upgrade and the reason why a lot of people struggle to change is because they're hanging they're we spoke about this the other day they keep that environment which doesn't allow them to change they go nah you're not that person you did this 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 remember you, you're full of shit and then we go oh yeah you're right maybe I'm, I shouldn't be that person because I did do that rather than going yeah I did do that and I learned from that now I'm this you were part of his story yeah. in his story the character of his life that was lucky the guy who did that that, mm. that and that and if you change it you change the whole world yeah when you, you when you um, uh, think like this, you understand a, a lot of things, like how how the other person perceived the world, mm -hmm. and you were a big part in his yeah. story, and you're breaking it apart because you changed. Yeah. So there is two ways of uh, going through this, or you say, "Well, I got to." <laughs> is it still on? <laughs> We're still on? Yeah, we're good. Whoa! Whoa. The gimbal just... <laughs> we're getting freaked out. <laughs> See, that's real life there. This mm. is not edited. <laughs> yeah. um, 
So they might have seen your underwear. Yeah, pants. <laughs> no, but it, it's true. So what would be two pieces of advice you would give to someone dealing with conflict? Like how they could sort of decrease it in their life? Remember that what you see is what you want to see. And when you go into conflict with someone, they're seeing someone, something else. And in NLP, you know better than me, but um, the way you p- perceive the world is, um, how do you say, filtered yeah. by um, values, beliefs, uh, culture. And, um, and then there are other filters that makes you delete some infos. Mm. that make you generalize some yeah, infos and distort and distort so when you see all those fi- uh, those filters you can really understand that the the guy in front of you or the girl um, is not trying to mess with you she or he has a really different reality yeah. and you're getting in conflict with two realities which are true yeah because they are realities for them so uh, take a step back and uh, just realize that um, they reality is true also. That would be the first one. The second one would be um, manage the stress levels mm. by doing... The, the step back is the same thing. You can do a step back in your mind. Just get out of the situation, see yourself from behind, higher, and watch how... Um, not um not um uh, important it is yeah 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 we definitely because we're in the heat of the emotion we we blow something up to be much bigger than it is how about is made for that and we're like well when you jump back and you're like well how much is this actually going to impact my life in the grand scheme of it if you're arguing with someone about your fucking coffee being burnt it's like (laughs) really I see it all the time. I'm like, I'll drink your fucking coffee. Yeah, am I? Like, it's not a big deal. We're human. Some people burn coffee. Some people don't like burnt coffee. There's conflict. But it's, in the end of the day, is it going to affect your whole week? Some people act like it. And you're like, put your fucking head in, man. I think there's something inside us that is disappointed that we are not all the same. So this is the first reaction. He's not like me. He's not the same. It's funny, right? Like because we're all worried about self confidence and not being worthy in comparison, but then we're like, everyone should be like me. What? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. No, it takes courage and it takes. Uh, Again, I don't know what's going on. The gimbal's getting tired. It takes courage and being a man or a woman to um, go out and say yeah you might be right I might be wrong and maybe we can find a common ground yeah 100% well that was fun that was fun (laughs) yeah we're out because the gimbal is the gimbal is tired so we're done thank you guys for tuning in you can find Etienne I'll put his links in the comments you can find mine you know where it is cheers cheers thank you for listening to the man that can project podcast my name is Lockie Stewart And I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. 
And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.